in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it. Life is hard. And let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone. And not only that, we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline. So join us as we journey together and laugh, cry, and everything in between. Welcome to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey, Ma. Morning, Mary. How's it going today? New day, new podcast. New day, new podcast. That's right. It is a new day. Thank you, Jesus, for the yes. new day. Yes, and amen. Yes. Is the leaves starting to change there? No, probably not. Not even a tw- daughter of twiddle. No, no, no. I tell everyone listening that you want to come see the leaves change in North Carolina. It does not happen in September. It does not happen it in September. <laughs> you're lucky if it happens by the end of September. Wow. So yeah, there's there that. you go. Yes. No leaves are changing. So I I feel like a few episodes ago we said, oh, we've just finished our 20th episode, which is crazy. And now it's like, I guess this is our 23rd. So we're almost coming up on 25, which will be like halfway through the year. I know we're not quite there yet, but still, I'm just like, wow, we've done half of a year worth of podcasts. I mean, yeah, I just high five. That's amazing. I'm super <laughs> proud of us. And thank you, Jesus, for helping us. Yeah. Yeah. I say amen to that. I feel like it's a celebration for sure because we haven't quit. That's what I think is amazing. Yes. And the other thing, Mary, I thought about this is like, man, the other thing is that you know how times when we're real excited for either each other or something we're going to do together, but we then later sort of backpedal and we start giving all the reasons why, you know, maybe that's not for now. Right, right, yes. We haven't backpedaled once yet. I know. Not even in our private conversations. No, that that is pretty amazing. I will say there was a lot of that right before the podcast started. And yeah, that's true. You would be like, Mary, is this too much for you? I don't know. Should we? I don't know. But no, you're absolutely right. Once we've started, you're like, nope, like this is what we're doing. This is and it. I love it. The centrality yes. of focus. Oh, man. Good, good slogan right That's there. so good. So yeah, it is amazing. Yes. Yeah. So as we're kind of coming up into our halfway point through the year, as my mom and I were just kind of reflecting as far as, okay, what are we wanting to dive into next? We were both kind of feeling this desire to kind of go back to the basics and kind of do like a little reset as we start the fall. It's not quite the fall yet, but as we kind of begin the fall and close out the year, we have four months, I think, right? Yeah, four months. And so we're both kind of feeling like, okay, we want to just be intentional in these last four months to do kind of almost kind of like this mini series of a reset of what our heart is for this podcast. Yeah, so we just felt like, you know, let's just lean into the fall and all the things that we start feeling about the fall as women in an overarching way, of course, and then just sort of connect those things and let them build together. I'm excited. I happen to love fall. 
So since we're the ones that are leading this little podcast here, obviously we're going to lean into the things that we like. That's true. There's so many beautiful little hidden messages I feel like God and his creation throughout this season that leads into the new year. Hopefully we're going to build that throughout these next three or four months. Yes. Yeah. So to kind of just give you a little overview, this series, we're going to kind of just take each month and back to our foundations of body, soul, and spirit. And so September... And then in December, kind of bring it all together. We're going to start in September, which it's already started. September, we are starting with the body and what, again, you can go back to the, some of the first episodes of the podcast at the very beginning, where we give a foundation of what we feel like that, that looks like. And so this is kind of going to just be in the month of September, just different episodes pertaining to the body. And by body, of course, we're referring to even those practical things. You know, so when we say body, just continue to realize and remember that we're talking about anything that's physical, anything in the natural, anything on the earth. (laughs) So that encompasses a million things, of course. But our take on this is that we believe that this is valuable, the, the practical part of our lives. We believe that God sees it as sacred, and this is where we live so much of our lives. This is part of being integrated, that we're bringing these pieces together and saying, oh, no, you get to be in this compartment over here because you're not really about Jesus. You're just natural things that don't matter, but we know that they matter to God. So that's a distortion of how God has created us and our purposes. Yeah. And also, we just want to say, yes, we are super excited about this series, but we also just want you to know that. Ultimately, whatever our podcast episodes are, even come January, we just want to reiterate again that the goal in these episodes and in this podcast will always be like leading you back to Jesus and bringing peace and speaking life and to encourage you and to encourage your hearts to share your story and to listen intently to other people's stories, to glean what you can from people's stories. And again, like Mama was saying, you know, not to compartmentalize our journeys or our stories or our walk with the Lord, but to continue to remember that God has created us. He has wired us body, soul, and spirit, and that he has chosen all three to work together, all three to be integrated together for us to be fully whole and fully spiritually mature. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. So people just know, regardless of what we're going to be talking about, if people are just jumping in now and they haven't heard any of our previous episodes, that we just kind of have not just a reset of our foundations, but a reset of this is who we are. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're passionate about. And this is what you're always going to get when you're listening to these episodes. But as we jump into this series of the body, soul, spirit and integrating them all, mom, why don't you kind of jump in as far as what we're going to be talking about today as we jump off, as we start our series. Yeah, yeah. So we're calling this Fall Foundations. And today we're going to talk about, in a very broad sense, our time. And our schedules sometimes change a bit more in the fall from where we've come from all summer. We're leaning into the idea of our time and and managing our time and schedules. But we're going to start, though, with something that might not be what you would think instead of really looking at all the things that we want to fit into those schedules, we're going to look at, okay, let's start with a blank sheet, a white canvas and say, 
where do we begin as we look at our schedules and look at the coming new year? What might be missing? And how do we talk about that today in a way that will bring all of us and be moved to take this part of our schedule very soberly? Yes, we started this series with the body and being all the things practical. But when I started thinking about it, I basically was thinking, okay, if I met somebody for the first time and assuming that they were a believer and they asked me, okay, what is the first thing I can do? What is one thing I could do right now today that would shift things, that would change things? Because when we think of body, soul, and spirit, I could just think of a million things. Okay, have you thought about this? Have you dealt with this? Have you worked on forgiveness or bitterness? There's so many different spheres. And again, they're all so important. But what would be the first thing? I feel like the first thing I would ask them is, how is your quiet time going? Are you spending time in a secret place? Are you spending time with the Lord? And I feel like that whole phrase, I don't know about you, mom, but I feel like in my generation, quiet time, like going into the secret place, it's gotten super overused and people are like, oh, that's just super religious and it doesn't have to look like anything and it doesn't have to look like this little in a box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's a fact. I mean, I've noticed in the latter years that almost anything that becomes something we actually have to be intentional about can be pegged as religious. Anything that I do, if I'm just not able to be organic and go with what I'm feeling at the moment, then somehow it gets put into the box of being religious. I want to start with that and just say that there is so much grace with God. There is so much opportunity and the 12, 14, 16 hours you're awake every day to just glance at him, to sit down and have a cup of tea for five minutes and read a few verses. We understand that our seasons are always changing in our lives and your circumstances are very unique. But this is what we both have found to be true. And we're testifying of this today, that whether it's out of desperation or out of a revelation you've had that God is everything to you, there could be so many reasons that drive us to the secret place. But we believe what it is that God wants to give you in this exchange when you come to him in an intentional way is so much greater than you can wildly imagine. I don't think there's anything that compares. And to the degree I think that we're making this a priority is the degree that I think we're having intimacy with the living person of God. And that is where we're transformed. We talk about that our inspiration is the story. And it is. It's God's story and our story. And we talk about how our transformations come in these foundations of who God is and who we are. But at the end of it, we talk about this thing called integration, which is the journey. And the journey is a long walk. And so the more we're eating of the manna every day in all various forms, we believe that this is ultimately how all those wonderful things you're learning about God and about yourself are going to get disseminated throughout all the parts of your life. And that's the journey. And it doesn't happen overnight. It happens day in and day out. Yes. Yes. That's so good. And it's funny because I do feel like the first thing that we want to say when it's like, oh, have you had quiet time or have you spent time with the Lord? It's like, oh, my life is so busy. Life is so crazy. And my first thought is, 
oh my gosh, the more crazy your life is, the more busy your life is, you 10 times more need to prioritize spending time with the Lord. It's like, no, no, no. It, it needs to be the opposite. It needs to be flipped. We need to turn this upside down. If my life's extra crazy, I need to way more make sure I'm intentional about sitting with the Lord and sitting with him. And I did just write down some quotes from some different people. I think we all know, yes, no, I know this is a this this is valuable. This is important. But let me just read some of these quotes to solidify. This isn't just, oh yeah, I know this. I, I get it. This is important. Like this is everything. This is everything. Yes. Period. This is the anchor and the foundation, our lifeline and the vine. Okay. So I'm going to read some of these quotes if that's okay, Madre. Yes. Yes. Okay. The first one is somebody was asking C.S. Lewis a question. He said, what is your view of the daily disciple of the Christian life? And this was C.S. Lewis's answer. We have our New Testament required orders upon the subject. I would take it for granted that everyone who becomes a Christian would undertake this practice. It is enjoined upon us by our Lord. And since they are his commands, I believe in following them. It is always just possible that Jesus Christ meant what he said when he told us to seek the secret place and to close the door. Mm. I love mm. that so much. That's so it is good. possible that Jesus meant what it, he said. It could be. Yes. To seek the secret place above all else. Yes, I love that so much. And I just want to add that Jesus modeled that by getting up early in the morning yes. to meet with the yes. Father, a man who worked 20 hours a day. So, Oh, my speak. gosh. Yes. No, I thought about that, too. I'm like, well, OK, wait a second. Again, this is not new thought or revelation. But for me, I'm just like, how could I not need to spend time with the Lord when Jesus needed <laughs> to go and be away and take the time and be intentional. Yeah. It's it's mm. almost blasphemy to think that I'm just like, oh, I'm good. Like, that's too religious, that's, you know. I'm like, oh, okay. But like Jesus needed quiet time, but not me. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I'll continue with a couple more quotes. One is Billy Graham. And it says, nothing can calm our souls more or better prepare us for life challenges than time spent alone with God. Take care of your soul. Mm by feeding on the word and letting his spirit transform you from within. Mm. Okay, I have a couple more. I'm just going to, just a couple more. Oh, you can read quotes all day. They're very inspiring to me. Okay, this is Elizabeth Elliot. Having a quiet time with the Lord every day is absolutely essential if you expect to grow spiritually, but you have to plan it. It won't just happen. We are all much too busy. Mm. Mm. Okay, and this next one is... Mother Teresa, the time you spend with Jesus is the best time you will spend on earth. Each moment you spend with Jesus will deepen your union with him and make your soul everlastingly more glorious and beautiful in heaven. It's mm. so beautiful. That's a lot of food for my soul. This I know. Morning. I know. Okay. And I'm going to just end with this one. This is also by Mother Teresa. This was one of my favorites. And it says, we need to find God. And he cannot be found in the noise and the restlessness. God is found in the silence. See how nature, the trees, flowers, grass, it grows in the silence. See the stars, the moon, and the sun, how they move in the silence. We need the silence to be able to touch our souls. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. And as we think about how beautiful this is and 
Many could testify about how just spending time with God has really changed their lives and changed their own personhood. I guess since we know that this is a struggle for so many, as it had been for me and as it had, could still be for me in a given season, but I would say one of the things we're addressing is that it's becoming a rarity. We're just saying, how can we come to know God if we're yes. never sitting right. with him for him to speak right. to us? How can we ever come to know God if we're never opening the word? Right. Jesus said it's the spirit and the truth that bring about our freedom and our transformation. And we have the word and it's in our hands and we are just not engaging. Right. And we have access to the Spirit of God who brings us revelation and experiential knowing when we sit and have time with Him. This is where we're changed. If we're not engaging with God on any kind of regularity with intentionality, how is it that we will be changed by Him? I mean, listening to podcasts and every other million thing that you might be doing in your life or doing for God in your life in terms of ministry have no comparison to being with him alone and closing your yeah. door, so to right. speak. Right. So we're just posing that as a question as you go forward to even looking upon next yes. year, not knowing what anything holds, none of us do from day to day, but what will sustain us if we're not drinking or yes. feeding? What will sustain us? Because it's a very good question in the midst of whatever you're facing. Right. And if you're wondering why your life is missing so many things or you're having trial upon trial and feeling swept away, your emotions are very difficult to regulate, any one of these things can keep us distracted, which is what we talked about recently. So these distractions are greater than the strength that we're gaining from God if we're never spending time. Yes. And I love Elizabeth Elliot's quote was basically saying, but we have to be intentional. We have to prioritize this because it doesn't just happen. And something you and I talked about, mom, was that we can't build our life and then see, okay, how are we going to fit God in? And I mean, that's what yes. I've done, right? I, I build my schedule and I'm like, okay, now where am I going to spend time with the Lord? And the Lord's like, nope, back to the blank canvas, blank canvas, Mary, rethink this. And it's like, no, no, you need to build your life. And God is the first thing on that canvas. And I know that almost sounds like cliche, right? But it's like, no, we got to get back to this. I'm talking to myself. I got to get back to this. It's like that blank canvas. God has to be at the center. He's the first person that goes on that to-do list. And then I fit everything around him. Mm. I fit everything else mm. in like a puzzle. But for me, he is the lifeline for all of us. But I know from just experience, it's like if I got one hour of sleep, I have to sleep. I'm not going to be able to function. That's an obvious one. If you tell somebody, oh, I've only had one hour of sleep last night, they're like, oh my gosh, go to sleep. You shouldn't drive a car. You can't even think or process or function. But if I say to somebody, yeah, I haven't had time with God, it's like, oh, it happens to the best of us, right? And it's like, mm, no, 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 mm. like I can't function. I have no goodness within me. I have no kindness mm. within me. It's only Jesus that helps me to have patience and love. Like, you don't want to be around me if I have not had time with the Lord. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I love that. Yes. And Mary, every conversation we have in private, we just end up in the same place, exhorting one another and crying out to God. So please, listeners, 
know that we are right there with you in every subject we ever talk about. But I just want to say people at my age, and I'll say maybe over 60, that I've had conversations with, there's this idea and this feeling when people are either sick or, or dying, there's a level of regret. And the regret is never any of the things that we chase in this life. The regrets almost always come down to relationship. There's a saying that comes out of that, that life kind of gets in the way of our best intentions. Mm. Life gets in the way of our best intentions. And that's sobering because at the end of the day, we're living our whole life coming to the end and looking even in a moment of clarity before we pass to look at our lives and say, how did all this time get away from me? I, nothing matters. What was I thinking? And all this busyness and all these things kind of get in the way, get in the way of what? Well, obviously people. But, you know, I was thinking, what if, what if God got in the way and he just completely restructured our yes. lives? making us obsessed and him being the primacy of our lives and therefore transforming our lives. This is the choices that we have of how we spend our time and our lives in this very, very short time. Yeah. Yeah. I love this idea, Mary, of how to build our lives around God as opposed to including him as an afterthought. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I've said this on like almost every podcast about whatever the thing we talk about. I'm like, well, this isn't a formula. This isn't a formula. And it probably sounds like, well, Mary, it kind of sounds like what you're saying is this is a formula. And so I thought about that because I'm like, Lord, I don't think anything's a formula. A plus B equals this. But I really think the time with you equals life. But then I was like, okay, well, no, it's not technically a formula. And then I started thinking it's just as much a formula as when people say, okay, you got to spend time with your husband or your spouse, right? You got to make sure you have date nights or spend time with them. But does that mean that just the act of spending time together will make you connect on a deeper level with your spouse? Well, no, definitely not necessarily. You can spend time with your spouse even every day and never actually connect with them or bear your soul with them or actively listen and engage as they share their heart. You can even be physically intimate with them and just kind of be emotionally checked out and never fully giving yourself to them. So... Mm. Great example. Yeah, so I think, uh, no, it's not a formula in the sense of, oh, I checked my box, right? I think that's being in that secret place is stopping, engaging our heart, burying our soul, communicating with the Lord, crying yes. out to him, being humble and being like, Lord, what are you saying to me? What are you teaching me? Expose my heart. What is in me that's off and off kilter? Is there bitterness? Is there offense in my heart? And then also bearing our souls before him of what we're feeling and crying out before him while we're reading the word. So it's not a formula because we can't just spend time with God, just like we can't just read the words on the page of a Bible and expect our hearts to come alive. The power isn't in the, I spent 30 minutes with God or I read 1 John. The power is in connecting with the creator of the universe. Wow. Yes, I want to clap, but I know you'll get mad at me because I don't make a weird noise on the microphone. It will. Um, Don't do that. But I will not clap. But yes and amen. Oh, I shouted. I shouldn't do that either, probably. But you know what? That's it. It all comes to our heart posture. That's it, ladies. Really, that's all we're talking about. I know 
probably most of you listening understand this is what yes. we mean. Yes. The million dollar question is what is keeping yep. us? And if you say to yourself, I'm too busy or I don't have time, we all would agree there would be a majority overwhelming that would say that can't be the right answer because there's a million things I do every day and I have time. It's just a matter of carving out that time. Right. And what will help us carve out that time is our motive for wanting to come to the table with yeah. God all alone and sit with him. And I think this is one of the things we want to begin to pray for, for all of us, is that our hearts would see that we're in desperation for God to fill us, to lead us, to change us, and that everything that he says he is, we desperately yeah. need not just to change our lives and things that we don't like about our lives, but to change our very inner self. Yes. And to feed us and to fill us up with his spirit so that we're equipped for every part of that day, just that one day coming up. This is where we start, is if we have no interest or desire or an inability to even move into that posture, I would say that you can just begin to cry out to God. God, awaken me. Yeah. Give me desire. Show me that I'm blind. Show me that I'm not seeing clearly all these obstacles, all these distractions in my life. And there are so many paths that lead us away. I see many Christians try to do or try to manage or be a better person or follow God, whether they're in ministry or not. The number one thing with maybe hundreds of people that I have had conversations with or mentored, I would say the number one thing that none of them are doing on a regular basis is spending time with God. And yet they wonder why I don't have peace, right. why I don't have joy, why all these things are happening to me. And where is God? Why isn't he helping me? So let's start with God instead of adding him yes. in. Let's begin to think and see what is true about ourselves, that we are desperate for him. And if we're not aware of it, let's begin to think about that, even in our comings and goings, even if they're just prayers that we're crying out to him, God, show me that I need you. Show me that my children need me to need yes. you so that I have something to give to them. Yes. And I just kind of even want to pivot a little bit to what does that even practically look like? I know some of us really do have such crazy lives. I have a friend who has 12 children. <laughs> That's a lot of children. And I'm just like, how do you go and spend time with the Lord? And I know I hear some people and it's like all they feel is condemnation when it's like, I can't go spend an hour with God. I can't go do this. Or I can't do that. And first of all, there is no condemnation in Jesus Christ. That is not what he's putting on you, okay? He's not saying, oh, yeah, sorry, you have 12 children. I guess you just can't get close to me. No, no, no. So you say, okay, Lord, what are you saying? What are you asking? What is something I can do here? What is, where's there a window of time that you can help me? And you have to get creative sometimes. I mean, we're talking practical yes. now and you have to get creative. When I had littles, I remember I had a three-year-old, two-year-old, one-year-old. And I would pack them up and I would take them to the YMCA childcare. And while the other moms were like going in on their little ellipticals or whatever, their little yoga <laughs> classes, 
I legit went and found this back room that nobody was using. And I would just like sit there. I know that back yes. room. Yes, I, I, that was exactly right. Well, that takes me back. Yes. yes. And so I'd go put them in childcare. And then I would just go sit in that back little room. And for the first 30 minutes, I think I just like stared at a wall. And then when I was like, okay, I can breathe. Then, yeah, I would get out my Bible and I'd be like, okay, Lord, this is the only time I have right now. Right now, I mean, oh I probably need to be working out too. But again, priority list, I have to have you first. I have to yes. be filled with you first. So that's how I did it. I'm not sure if the YMCA yes. people, if that was what it was intended for, but I feel like that's what it should have been. <laughs> so yeah, that's what it looked like then. I'll say now my season's different, but it's busy in a different way. And I just found myself, again, having really good intentions of like, I want to spend time with the Lord. I want to spend time with the Lord. And I put my alarm clock on. And every time I just kept snoozing that alarm and not waking up. And so recently, just a practical thing that I've done is I've connected with a couple of their friends that we were all kind of feeling like we need to spend time with the Lord. Like it is not a option. We have to have it in this season of our life. We have to be in the word. We have to be in prayer. And so we've started just keeping each other accountable by going to a local prayer room together in the mornings and we pray alone for the majority of it. And then we kind of come together just in the last little bit and pray. But we know that we needed that. We needed that to be like, no, I'm going to go if you go. And just to be like, okay, guys, we got this. See you in the morning, 6 a.m. And we're all like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Okay. We got this. And that's what this season looks like. Who knows what next season will look like? But for this season, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Lord, what is going to work for this season to make this a priority? Yes, Lord. And and we just pray for those strategies for you all as well. I know that I had mentioned in an early podcast about when mine were little, just just grabbing one lyric from a song and just singing it over and over throughout the day. We're not so much talking about that you need to spend two hours alone with the Lord as we're talking about that your heart posture needs to be awakened so that you realize your need for God, that you realize that you need to glean from him. And sometimes that can happen throughout the day when we have littles, again, by intentionality. And so that you're being inspired. There's a million things, as we've talked about, to inspire you to think on God. And it just looks a, a thousand different ways. And The idea today is that we just want to set a little flicker of a fire in your hearts to say, maybe this could help me. Maybe spending time with God could give me some of the emotional strength that I need by encountering the living God. And we both are saying we testify that that is the only way we have made it through. We're nothing special. So we know that he will do the same for you. If you just turn to him. Yes. Yes. And yeah, I'm just feeling like, mom, if you just kind of want to pray, pray for us, pray for me, pray for all of us as we are putting the stake in the ground and saying, yes, Lord, this is what's most valuable. Help us. If this is what's most valuable, then Lord, help us to to walk this out. Yes, Jesus. Yes, let's do that. Father, thank you again that you are enough. Your presence is everything that brings change. So Lord, we want to be changed. We want to love well. And so God, we just invite you in today, even now, with everyone who's praying with us right now, Lord, 
And we pray this for ourselves, Mary and I, and for our families. God, we ask that you would move us in this day, that you would awaken our hearts, God, to how much we need you and how much you desire our relationship. God, would you come today and would you move in a way that only you can do? Lord, would you stir us up to be hungry and to be thirsty because you are the one right in front of us who has everything that we need, all the wisdom, all the answers, all the comfort, all the peace. So Lord, come and encounter us even in this day that we live in, God, that you are enough and you hear our cries. So Lord, thank you for being with us today and reminding us that it's you we need above all things. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the More Than Enough podcast. We are still busy behind the scenes setting up our website, but for now, if you would like to stay up to date or follow along, you can follow us on Instagram at Girls. That's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.